This is DVM Loading, a podcast about the life of professional students from a veterinary perspective. With your hosts, Carling Hemstreet and Caitlin Marr, we go through the daily life of being in veterinary school with a fun twist. Let's get loading! Hey listeners, welcome back to DVM Loading. This is your host, uh, Caitlin and Carling. And today we have a really exciting uh, episode for you We're y'all. so excited. So we um, invited on some of our class of 2025ers um, to come and talk to us about their experiences. Um, so we have Austin Bird and Ashley Patridge here. Um, so we just, are we going to start off with just asking them? Yeah. So, so our listeners can get to know Austin and Ashley. Um, let's hear a little bit about your, I guess, vet past, Ashley. Like, how did you get into veterinary medicine? Oh man. Uh, I love this question because I am, I'm one of those people that, um, I was just born and I was like, I'm going to be a vet. Like I never had that beautiful decision moment. So it was something I always, um, I always chased since I was a little girl. I always said I want to be a vet. And then I ended up going to Texas Tech for undergrad in animal science. Got my minor in chemistry and then went back for a master's in business that is currently in the works. Um, And then really just worked as a vet tech for seven years in Lubbock. Um, And just kind of built built it up to finally get here today. So Mm -hmm. it's been, I definitely was like, this is what I'm going to do. I know that's not everybody's story, but I'm fortunate enough to where I was. I was like the same way with you. Like I was, yeah, from very young age, I was like, I want to be a vet. No other just, options. Yeah. I, I never decided. I just was like, oh, petting zoo. I'm a vet. <laughs> <laughs> I literally cannot believe you have a minor in chemistry. Chemistry oh, yeah. and me could have boxed. It was not a fun time. It was not a fun I time. I hated it, but yeah. you took the credit hours. You might as well declare the minor. Yeah. yeah oh, true. gross. So what kind of veterinarian do you see yourself being in the future? Um, contrary to... Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um I am very set on a small animal path. Um, I love small animal emergency. So if I could go back to Lubbock and kind of establish myself there, um, small animal emergency, and I love exotics. So give me all the the pocket pets, the lizards, the snakes, all that. So that's what I'm passionate about, um, and I really want to get good at. That's awesome. That's awesome. I don't don't hear many people wanting Uh -uh. to do exotics. I'm afraid of the lizards and stuff. Do you want to own your own practice? Maybe. Initially, I didn't. Mm -hmm. And then I would say with some of the meetings that we've had lately um, and just even talking to uh, Dr. Antu about mentorship because he owns his own practice Mm -hmm. as an internalist. um, He's kind of opened me up to the idea of like, no, like give yourself a few years to establish yourself. But that's where you should go if if you want to be in this long term. So I'm definitely open to it way more now than I was a year ago. And we'll just see. See Where it takes me, yeah. yeah we'll That's see. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Here you are in a rural area, and you want to treat all of the exotics. That's pretty unique. You're going to be in high demand. <laughs> <laughs> um, Austin, can you tell me a little bit about your vet path? Yeah, so I kind of have a similar path as Ashley. Like, I came out of the womb knowing that I wanted to be a vet, <laughs> and that I never wanted a different job. And then, or I, I guess not never, because then when I got to undergrad, I started working for a vet. And I was like, oh, surgery, that's it, love it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, I want to be a vet, but I only want to do surgery. And then I was like, okay, maybe I should like look into being a surgeon and human stuff. Mm-hmm. So I shadowed hum- human orthopedic surgeons because that's like what I'm really passionate about. And one of my mentors was like, you could be a surgeon. Like, that's a thing. And I said, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> like, Never it looked back. <laughs> yeah. Like, ever since that point, I've been mm-hmm. chasing it. 
as fast as you could go. I also have a minor in chemistry. See, but don't, oh, don't, don't like, we have smarty no, pants no, on our unfortunately, podcast. Well, Ashley is. Because we have the same degree. Yeah, we? we do. If you go but to tech for an animal science degree and you just, don't declare your minor in chemistry, you're... You to be to, to yeah. get your, to get your pre vet degree, it comes with it. Yeah. If oh, I could take it, really? Told us I that didn't know that. If I could have, I, just to make it perfectly clear, I want it public knowledge. I don't deserve a minor in chemistry. Me I don't. <laughs> Me, <have> either. Chemistry. <laughs> Me either. So. Oh, I can just see benzene rings in my head right now. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds that sounds horrible. I I'm with you, Caitlin. I did not I did not like chemistry. So you said you wanted to do um, surgery, and you mentioned ortho. Like, does that mean small animal, large animal? Oh. Uh, I'm a small animal through and through. <laughs> yeah. I love sheep and goats. I love sheep and goats and dogs and cats. <laughs> like, Ashley, That's why have at the exotics. That ain't for me. <laughs> um, everything I've learned about horses, I love that people love horses. They just die every time. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and then cows, like, I don't understand. Yeah. You can uh, apparently trocar them. If, okay. if Dr. Koshal's hearing me, I still think cows are feral. <laughs> I think your whole trocar system is feral. But I, I love that for other people, but it's <laughs> not me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. I, and y'all are really good friends and oh, yeah. everything. And, and I love that y'all have different paths, but still kind of similar. Uh, y'all both went to tech for undergrad. Me and Carling both went to AM. And I think right now, just like hearing some of your undergrad stuff and your experiences, there are differences. And that's pretty cool, unique. We all made it here in the end. Um, so... Can we just catch up really quick on how everyone's week was? Yeah. We're getting close to finals. It's kind of scary. Finals. Y'all have three tests this next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Craziness. <laughs> we just have anatomy, oh, and I, I'm our, like I just, I'm stressed yeah, about anatomy. Just but anatomy. I anatomy just is made like a, it's its own thing. An 86-page outline for equine. <gasps> uh, I'm done. Like I need to go to bed after this. Yeah, <laughs> but that's a lot. But yeah, but it'll be okay. I feel like that's how we do that. So we just take it week by week. That's yeah. at least how yeah. I do yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know how you. I'm with y'all. It sounds so dumb, but like I am. What I don't even know what we have next. Like this week that's coming up, that's all I know. Yeah. The following week, I have no. It doesn't matter if you don't, don't make it through it. You know. Yeah. You know. I talk about I talk about not wanting to live crisis to crisis, and I've talked nope. to Carly about that. Like I can't. Oh my god, I don't know how it works, and hopefully I'll get better at managing that. But it is exam yeah. to exam for oh. me. Oh, one hundred percent crisis I, to crisis. I, I still don't know what happens between first and second year. Yeah. Uh, it could be medication. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we love so loved. But, uh, Lex Pro, shout out to you, buddy. Yes. <laughs> uh, but I don't, I just don't know. Like, first year, I was, like, dying all Constant. the time. And, like, exams just, like, made me want, want to, like, die. Yeah. And now, like, I don't like them. But it's mm-hmm. somehow you're just like, oh. It, it's, 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 it's another like one. Less, it's not that you you care less. It's just you've managed your stress to know I stress less about it, even though I just put, I put as much care into it. It's just, it's different. I think I, I don't study, know how to like, I feel like. Studying for exams like is the same amount, Mm -hmm. but now it's just like, uh, well, it is. You gotta do it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, We had this past week. We had micro exam over antibiotics, and then uh, our first pathology exam. And to say I put my heart into the pathology exam, I'm sorry, (laughs) Stephanie and CP. I, I got what I needed to hopefully get an A in the class, but <laughs> I escaped by. Uh, but my girl was really shocked. Our class did really well because mm-hmm. that was a hard we test. We all came out and we were like, we all failed. Yeah. <laughs> but it worked okay. out. So yeah, it but good. it's been a good. busy week. Um, did y'all have anything fun you did in clinical skills this week? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, yeah. We had a colic workup. Were you in the colic workup? Yeah. They split us now, so it's all over the place. Um 
coolest thing ever. As somebody who's not a horse person, mm-hmm. they went in, they taught us how to do nasogastric tubing yeah. on models itself, and then we progressed to the real horse. Mm-hmm. Um, can we talk about the horse? I think yeah. Louise, yeah. I think Louise had uh, showed me a picture of y'all doing the surgery, and it was yeah. really cool. Yeah, no, so I mean, cool. that's so cool. Like, uh, and I think those models, they were still out when we were in there because we were um, doing IV catheters. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, Just shut up. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're fine. <laughs> okay, we interrupt. We're okay, we get interrupted. Shout out to James Brown for oh, teaching yeah. me about the Ilio sequel fold. That thing is freaking oh, yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. It's like this yeah. big. I, they can't it's see like it. It's like this big. Go down, find it. Well, yeah, you, you just pull it up and then you just... Mm-hmm. And you know the trick. No, no, not that you don't know, but I don't know if the people... They can't see my hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> James is amazing. But no, it was really cool. Yeah. Full workup for colic. You got, we got, got to do um, rounds. Oh, we got to place an NG tube. Yep. NG tube, mm-hmm. rounds, yeah. and then actually see the full GI track of real horses. That's awesome. It's cool. Um, I, I'm excited. I can't... I can't express enough how excited I am to do our first surgeries next year because seeing y'all do it is it's like love six it. months away yeah do, do, have you realized you know, that it's like don't six remind me I gotta work on my interdermal uh, oh you'll be fine <laughs> no, you'll, you'll, you'll yeah you'll be totally fine um so our short fun topic today is because uh, a lot of our listeners are pre-vet and in undergrad uh what should we do you know the summer before going to vet school like do you have any advice on what you should or should not do we can start with y'all. Share your opi- you Do we have first. different opinions? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My opinion, please take it, is you do absolutely nothing except fill your own cup. Don't work yourself to death. You'll get the experience. You'll get in. You'll get your clinical hours when you need them. You'll see what you need to see eventually. But the last summer before vet school, in my opinion, spend it with your family. Spend it relaxing. Spend it binging Netflix. Whatever you want to do that puts you in the headspace where you can start that orientation week at 100% yourself and bringing your authentic self to the table where you're ready to dive in and be exhausted Mm 24-7. That's what I think you should do. We have a surgeon over <laughs> here who, who disagrees but I think relax spend mm-hmm. as much time mm-hmm. as you want to do doing whatever you want to do with no pressure I second that I just yeah I think okay so. Austin yeah. okay Austin, 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 your turn <laughs> granted like I had like the best clinic in the whole entire world yeah Hub City is like That's whatever the very top is like above it they are my favorite people in the world so if you have that clinic you can you can't leave them. <laughs> no, like, I still worked, but yeah, like yeah. I just relaxed. I I just Netflix. Like, <laughs> oh, I worked full time. I loved it. I also am kind of a psychopath. Like being in the clinic is also my hobby. Like it's the most fun thing in the world. To mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And so like I can't not work. Like just because like I. You don't like sitting it. still. Yeah. Yeah. But so to me, like I think if you have that clinic and you like love it, get in there because it's not the same when you're in school. You you don't you don't get to do all the stuff and see everything. Mm-hmm. It's just. Like, I have so much fun doing that. So, to me, I think if you like yeah. that, get in there, do that. Make some money because, homie, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's okay. a good time. Yeah, that's a good point. Amen. But don't work working, yourself to death. Just, yeah, you know? no, for sure. Yeah. Like, still take yeah. your break. I, like, gave myself two weeks before we started school. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, like, Agreed. Mm-hmm. It was perfect. Um, but, like, enjoy being with your friends and mm-hmm. people where you're at. Because I was still in Lubbock, so mm-hmm. all my undergrad friends were still there. Go out, do your thing, like. Yeah. yeah. Go to yeah. the blue light if you're there. Chimneys, <laughs> <laughs> hit it up. Yeah. My advice is do not study. Thank you. Do not study. <laughs> do not go and get the anatomy book and read it. You, the words will not make sense. No. Nope. It's a foreign language. Um, <laughs> do, do not study. <laughs> it's they not worth it. Because um, I've 
Like, it's kind of like when, you know, people are asking about they're about to start, like, Navy SEAL training. And they're Mm -hmm. like, I take cold showers to prepare for, like, the freezing swims that we have to do. And they're like, don't do that. It doesn't even help whenever you're (laughs) doing the freezing swims. It sucks no matter what you're going to do. So it just sucks more because it's longer, right? So my advice is just enjoy your summer. Um, Work. I went to Italy with two weeks with my best friend. And that was, like, the best vacation ever. And and then I went back and I worked for a few more months. And Where'd then, you go in Italy? Um, so we spent, uh, we went to Rome, Florence, and Venice. And then we went back to Rome and then flew out of Rome. I grew up a military brat. So uh, yeah. well, I, was, I was lived in Germany. So my parents oh, took wow. us and we traveled everywhere in Italy, so France. Cool. So that's why I asked. Because I loved awesome. it. Yeah, no, Definitely I loved it. it. And we, um, so my best friend, her family had a foreign exchange student nice. um, in high school. And she's from Florence. So we actually, when that's we were so in pretty. Florence, we actually stayed with her family. And so we got, like, home-cooked Italian meals. Mm, um, <laughs> and she she came with us to Venice as well, so it was really nice to have a, an Italian speaker. Um, and it was it was, it was was wonderful, although it rained all three days we were in Venice the entire time we were there. So That's we okay. had wet feet That's the entire so time. <laughs> so beautiful. Um, I think my advice for coming into the summer is people in your class that you're, you know, your fellow classmates are going to be sending you screenshots of books to buy and read before. Please don't do it. Because everyone here is is correct. The language, you have no idea. Just wait till your anatomy professor teaches it to you. Um, and, like, I agree with Austin. I worked uh, the whole summer and saved up money because uh, I was living in my hometown. So I was living with family. I didn't have to spend money on rent and stuff, which I'm grateful for. And I was able to save up good money um, to because I'm not working during med school. Yeah. <laughs> and because, in all honesty, I don't think – I think the people who work in vet school – they are just a breed of their own. <laughs> they are. I don't know. I don't know what y'all do. Um, but spend you time drink. with your family. Spend time with your friends. Because in all honesty, once school starts, it doesn't stop. It feels like, and I can go months without talking to my friends and not even realize it until they're like, "Hey, are you alive?" <laughs> Oh, uh, sorry, I'm in my second semester already. They're like, wow, how did the first one go? And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) Um, So I recommend you find the balance for you. Hang out. Um, But I also, too, like being in the clinic, and it's kind of my hobby, which is a And not the best thing to admit because I... Well, especially when you work with your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I love my friends. My friends made my summer in the clinic. So um, take that however you will. I just recommend you catch up on some sleep. Yes, sleep. You'll lose it. And, like, I also moved here a month before classes started, and that was wonderful because I impacted me and Matt's entire house uh, before class. And so we were basically like moved in by the time mm-hmm. classes started. So it wasn't like I moved up the weekend before and was unpacking while I was starting vet school. I moved uh, up two weeks before. <laughs> Not smart. I think, I think Hank and I did about three, three weeks before. Yeah. But yeah. it was enough to where like, I feel like the third week, if orientation wasn't there, I would have been like twisting my thumbs. Like, mm-hmm. oh gosh, I'm anxious. Like, yeah. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. And I, and like, I also impacted like a whole, like a, like a whole house. Yeah, so it wasn't yeah. like, because we, um, it was the first time that me and Matt had lived together. So we were, actually taking things from my house my parents house and then his parents house and combining it so that was kind of stressful um our main topic today is we wanted to bring on our upperclassmen class of 2025 just um some good representatives from their class to visit about and ask them some questions um about starting like a new program yeah because they're in a very unique situation where um 
vet school, I've, this is the newest vet school in the country. We're, mm-hmm. we're building this program. And I think the last time a vet school was established was oh, girl, I don't know. a long time ago. Essentially, they're a professional you know guinea pig. Years Long been? Island. Long Island. Long Island has their own vet school now that does a model like us. They opened. Mm. What, when did it? Let's say a couple years ago. Yeah. Before that. Uh-huh. But, but it's been a while. It's like, been a while, area? right? So it's it's a very unique experience for um, people to be going through. And yeah. um, we love that y'all um, kind of got the ball rolling on um, a lot of the things here at school. Because so. y'all were essentially professional guinea pigs. Mm-hmm. And I think the next five years we'll all be professional yes. guinea pigs. Because uh, there's times where we just run around with our heads cut off sometimes. But, hey, that's the bliss and glory of vet med. Um, so Carling and I just came up with a couple questions to visit with y'all. Uh, I think my first question is, what was it like touring and coming into a building that wasn't fully built yet? So when I came in, I'll never forget. I, I, I don't know if you can if you've seen the building before, but now it's like pristine, perfect. When I came in, it was just these pillars. There was no walls. The floors were dirt. There was nothing. And we had to wear hard hats. Yes. <laughs> and, like, they were, like, showing us where everything was going to be. And I was like, there's no way. Because I, I remember I toured the school in May. Yeah, because I toured in April. Yeah, well, I, there it must have been April because I was on the first was tour. <laughs> so it must have been April. Yeah. So in April. And there, there was no walls. Like, yeah. Right, there was nothing. And they were like, yeah, this is where you're going to have anatomy. And this is where you'll have class. And I was like, mm, yeah, it's yeah. going to be August. And this is not going to be here. Yeah. <laughs> so it was really insane like it happened so fast and mm-hmm. now can you like yeah. this i live here like i'm from here so this building was not here mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. yeah three years ago this was nothing there was no no things here yeah, yeah. it's crazy. crazy to see how it develops well and even when y'all started in august the building still wasn't done right no. like the whole no. west wing was we had right? we didn't get it i think semester. we didn't get west wing until the end of second semester because yeah. they yeah. promised us december didn't happen in december I, I, if i'm remembering correctly but um, it, was, it was bizarre because in some of our lectures, you would hear, like, power drills or people hammering. And, and then they'd, like, turn up their mic in the lecture <laughs> hall. Like, it was definitely one of those, like, oof, like, just focus. Like, yeah. we, we did get it because we, we had it anatomy was... second semester here. You're right. Yeah. Because first semester. Oh, so oh like you are. Hot yeah. take. First semester, we had an anatomy yeah. in Boba and Skills. And we had to get, yeah. like, everything out of the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everything was in the truck. And yeah. they were like. Go and get what you need. Oh. It's so, spread out. Fan. It was so funny because like, every time you'd go out, I can't imagine doing it different though. Nope. Mm. But like, if you like, <laughs> we have it so cush. We like, do. We just <laughs> go <laughs> get them out of the freezer so and everything. Nice yeah. Yeah. It's, but also like, that formaldehyde. Oh. Uh-huh. That is just. That was something. You'd walk in your eyes. It was so because it was you such a compact trailer. Yeah. 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 You'd walk in and you obviously. I mean, this is definitely like not certified by the university. I'm so sorry, but like you'd walk in and you'd cry because <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. not much formaldehyde in there. You could not breathe. You had to hold your breath. Go <laughs> yeah. and grab your yeah. cadaver. And you get couldn't out. see. You couldn't always see your like, number on your stuff. So no. you'd like oh yeah. So it. you're just like I'm just gonna grab something and go. Oh, you yeah, would like start throwing them in the wheelbarrow and like. Where's mom? Uh, yeah. Tarantula season out oh there. Oh, my God. I know. See, that is the wildest thing to me. about the rattlesnakes and the tarantulas and that they were terrible. I, Everywhere. We did, were doing, I thought, uh-uh. guy, you know, at the beginning of this semester when Guy sent out that email with the tarantula on the wall. Oh, yeah. on the wall. That's a really I, thought it, I thought 
he was joking. Nope. <laughs> I thought it was supposed to be a prank, and then I found out that that's a real thing. Yeah, we have to wait till it gets migration. warmer. I'm not mm. about it. Uh uh-uh. uh. Um, uh uh, sir. No. Come into your house. They'll cross Stop. the plaza. They'll cross the plaza. Wait till it gets a little bit warmer. No. It's like some weird mating thing they do. They go to find their females. Oh, I don't know. I don't no. know the logistics. But that they were horrible. We had to pull a snake out of uh, the hallway downstairs last semester. Uh, like just a little I garden mean, snake. But it's just coming in to I say hi. Okay with snakes. No. <laughs> No. I'll, you oh, deal with the tarantulas, I'll deal with the snakes. Oh, I won't deal with oh, anyone. No, no, no. <laughs> there's, there's actually there's not, not that many. There's really, there's nothing. But they're noticeable, let me tell you. <laughs> you, okay. you. You will not see me dealing with any. I will not volunteer to <laughs> you. It's a problem. No, no, no. Um, I guess, uh, what was y'all's interview process like? Because y'all have a unique, you came in kind of during the end of COVID. Mm -hmm. So can you tell me what that was like and if you liked it necessarily or not? I, okay, I liked it. it. Okay, Okay. and the reason being is because it was split up like you guys. You each got to pick your own day, right? Mm -hmm. But, um, and you mentally prepped. I think my interview was at like 2 p.m. So yeah. were you virtual? Yeah, or yes. Were virtual. We were, everything was on right. Zoom. Yeah. And then how did they, um, did they have you in like um, a room yeah. that they, they let, then like let you into? Yes. Um, it was like those breakout rooms on Zoom. Yeah. So you would go in. So you had to be there for basically the, I want to say, it's not like an orientation, but you had to go in at 8 a.m. for the Zoom, like, greeting. Mm-hmm. And what was nerve-wracking about that, though, is for the Zoom greeting, they you had to, everybody had to have their camera on, right? Because yeah. they had to know it was you. Um, and so you would see all of the people in front of you interviewing that day, and you try not to panic and be like, oh, my gosh, like, yeah. there's so many people, and I'm only on this one day. Um, so that was a little intimidating. But, yeah, so you would have your interview time that was selected. You go in. Um, I think we did our writing portion first, maybe. Um, so, again, and they, I guess they would screen. I don't know how they would monitor your screen, mm-hmm. but there's some program. You'd have to go. It was watch, and then you submit your, your writing, and then you go through breakout rooms, just like you guys did, except it was virtual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to say, like, two people in our breakout rooms, two oh, yeah, admin two, at least. Two, mm-hmm. Or one, one faculty and one clinical partner. Yep. I still was remember all of mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was three, and then we rotated. Was that how it was for you? Three? Yeah, three, it yeah. was um, we had two or three. rural and regional interview, mm-hmm. our like ethical, ethical interview, mm-hmm. and then the essay. Yeah, yeah. The essay, yeah. I was sitting in my living room, though. Yeah. I cleared everything out. I moved my couch. I wanted them just to have, like, a white, normal yeah. background. Mm-hmm. I just... I was so nervous. Yeah. Even with it being on COVID, I was so nervous. Do you feel like you would have gotten the same, I guess, uh, and intention like it was very personable still like over oh, yeah. zoom oh yeah I think, I think i was less nervous over zoom though I, like, yeah I that's what i've heard from a lot of people um in your classes they would have been more nervous at doing in-person interviews like we did yeah, yeah. Um, no i agree i think zoom. there's a lot of pressure on y'all because yeah. you're you're dealing with the interactions while you're walking through the hallway uh-huh. um in the morning the whole mingling in the coffee and the, like all that stuff that, that would have freaked me out <laughs> yeah, yeah it was rough i mean i remember i left interviews um the whole day and i was like they hated me it was horrible. Uh, no, I thought so I thought it was I thought it was awful. Well, I was shocked that I got it. And call. y'all had to see pictures and like the video <laughs> screens of the other people you're competing against, yeah. essentially oh, for a spot. I'm like a crazy stalker. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Like, I knew you I could do see, that. You like, look at everybody. Oh, I knew everyone. Like every time, I'm such a crazy person. So like every time they posted a staff member, I was stalked every single one of them. Mm-hmm. I knew how many kids Dr. Rowe had. I knew he. Oh was my Bushman. gosh. He was one of my things. I was like, I <laughs> you I did not do and that. Megan Gatlin need to get together <laughs> because she, she will like Google where our professors live. <laughs> like, oh, she does. She's oh, like, I, you know, I, this I, is I, public I, record, right? <laughs> she. Okay, like, maybe we should mix the disclose that. Okay. I don't do that far, but I I will. 
openly admit that like if a client has come in and like I'm like, ooh, they were bougie. Yeah. Like I saw all the stuff mm-hmm. they had, yeah. on, which is judgmental. Okay. I'm sorry. I will take their address from off of the web. Yeah. And pop it on, you know. Yeah. LCAD, if you're in Lubbock, you know yeah. who. Yeah. The yeah. internet is a is a it's big weird. place. But <laughs> having having interviews in person was kind of crazy because I was having to look these people in the face and be like, "Hi, it's fifty fifty. You want a rock paper scissors?" And they brought their mom and their dad and their grandparents, and I'm like. Hi, I'm sorry, but... Did you guys bring your family? I brought my mom, and my mom... I brought just my dad. Yeah, Yeah. my mom had just had surgery and couldn't drive, so I drove the whole way, like, and I lived 10 hours away, and it was cold up here. I was not prepared. It was, like, 15 degrees. I interviewed on the day where it was, like, 9 degrees, and we had to go out to Mariposa, Mariposa. and I was like, I am a little chilly. So, the next question we have is... For y'all, because you're in such a unique situation, how hard was it for y'all to come in and start the culture here at Tech from scratch? And, like, what were your goals as a class, Um, like, from the beginning and then now as they've changed with new classes coming in? It's a big question. It's kind of a little question. I think it was kind of easy in a weird sense. Like, it just was very natural in what happened. Because we were in such a unique situation where we were the only class for that year. I mean, our class is really close. Like, mm-hmm. we're not all best friends, but we are really close. Mm-hmm. Like, if somebody called, somebody's going out to help them. Um, mm, I, think I don't know. Too, what like, do you think? Our, our professors helped that the mm-hmm. culture that we have. So I think we have a really good culture, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and our professors really helped kind of navigate that for us. Because they'd all, none of them, this nobody had just got this job. Like, no, they'd all taught other yeah. yeah. So, you know, they really were helpful and kind of really helped initiate that bonding situation between all of us. And I think just naturally, like, okay, that school's hard. Like, misery loves company. And not that I was mm-hmm. m- miserable, but, like, it's freaking hard. It's hard. It's the best sure. worst so, time of your life. Yeah. 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 And so, like, you get really close to your classmates, like, in a really, weirdly yeah. fast time. Mm-hmm. And so I think that in itself made all of us. You know what of, else helps? Um, Guy, our dean, came mm-hmm. in. And for orientation, he said something I thought it was pretty profound. And I'm sure he said the same thing to y'all. Where he said, um, you call me by my first name. Mm-hmm. We are colleagues from this point on. You look at every professor in here as a colleague. They are not, nobody's better than you. Like, everybody is a colleague. And even when we toured in April, when there was no building here, he walked us through and he was like, there will be glass here. <laughs> but he was like, I want you guys to see what I'm doing in here. Like, this isn't behind a closed door. This is an open door policy no matter what. Mm-hmm. And having the open door policy, open door policy, that was so ingrained in us to just be like, you know what? everybody's close they're here for us they everybody wants everybody to succeed this is very much a change i think i said it at y'all's orientation like texas tech is going to change and revolutionize mm-hmm. vet medicine and the way that they teach it um it's so different from other programs so yeah. i think it was an easy easy for us to get into because we had a very tiny class um but even just with uh with leadership i've told mm-hmm. you guys about mm-hmm. the mentorship program and kind of getting into leadership i just think mentorship was important because i want to keep that environment going forward and I want to keep perpetuating the you're wanted here you're needed here you are not a number that is a big thing you are not a number you know Mm -hmm. so I think it it was natural for sure I think too just like because we were so small and there was it was just us right so like there wasn't like the conflict because we had conflict like it happens but it was easy to kind of head that on because Mm -hmm. like it was just us you couldn't Mm -hmm. like professors faculty everybody was involved with it so it was really easy to just deal with that yeah 
I mean, it was but still there uncomfortable was. conversation. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, you have, like, what, 67? 63. 63 mm-hmm. people in your class? I mean, yeah. that's a lot of people mm-hmm. to, you know, like, get along and see every, ta- every day, oh, yeah. you know, for, like, extended periods of yeah. time. Like, yeah. that's going to happen. I mean, it's... It's like, you know, it's in our class in our 85, class. It'll happen know, in every single yeah. class. That's an inevitable. But the fact that our class sizes are still small enough to mm-hmm. mitigate problems and, like, navigate them easier on our own. And we tend to not let things boil over. Or at least we yeah. try not to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have to shout out, like, Guy, our dean. Oh. He has been amazing because he is... He has made, instilled that idea into mm-hmm. us, and the open door policy is something really cool. And I like what you said about tech, like changing and revolutionizing yeah. vet med and the way yeah, it's I taught really and everything. That. And I agree with I, you. I believe that. I think it's hard. I yeah. think what yeah. they're trying to do is hard, and I think we yeah. all know that. But, I mean, even I emailed a guy the other day about an issue and uh, just wanted his guidance, and all he said was, um, I mean, he said a lot, don't get me wrong, but he said, um, you know, you guys are colleagues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you figure it out. Yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. are colleagues at this point. Like, I don't want to get involved because you guys are colleagues, and we'll get you know figure it out. Yeah. Well, and there can be a big disconnect in vet med, especially in like the older generations, um, and so that kind of our newer generations coming in and changing the way people talk about vet med and how they like interact with mm-hmm. it. I think that's something really cool. So yeah, no, yeah. I agree. So, um, did y'all have any hesitations when you started a new program since, you know, you didn't know what the building was going to look like? You didn't know what the curriculum was going to look like. Did y'all have any hesitations that you were worried about going into it? I can, like, vividly remember, uh, so no, I didn't have any hesitations, but I remember, like, to the day, I was standing in surgery, like, doing, like, Dr. Thomas was doing a spay, and I remember they announced the Texas Tech Vet School was, like, officially going to happen. Like, there was the board of regents or whatever, mm-hmm. and they had the gold shovels and oh, like yes. vividly remember this day and yes. i remember i said not knowing like it was pure luck but i was like i'm gonna go there and like ever since then like it has felt right every step of the way like i can't tell you how good this place is like it's just not just because i'm here but like it they really take care of you yeah. and mm-hmm. like i have zero doubts that i will get to where i'm going because of yes. this place good point. If, if i don't get where i'm going it's not because of texas tech it's, yeah. it's like because that. of me that yeah is such a good yeah point. that is a great point i think um to back what you said i think that um i had a different experience getting into vet school i'm 27 so i was waitlisted a lot i was rejected a lot um from the place down south of texas oh, um, oh we came oh, from girl. Okay. we're with you there okay so <laughs> i felt very not that this would have been my last time to apply. You guys know I was like, this is it for me. But when I got that acceptance, and that was obviously a big moment. That's probably the biggest moment of my life. But then when I came to tour it. So I was in Lubbock at the time, and I came, toured. And as I was driving back, that about two-hour drive back to Lubbock, I got on the phone with my mom, and I talked for the entire two hours. And I literally cried to her, and I was like, this is why, like, have faith like Mm -hmm. if you are dead set on something have faith because I left here and I was like this is why I didn't work out with any other university Mm -hmm. this is why like whether you believe in God divine Mm -hmm. whatever you want to believe in believe in it because if things are supposed to happen they will I I 100% agree with you I agree I don't think that could have been said any better Mm -hmm. because we were rejected from our own school and everything and three times and not that this was (laughs) not that this was my last choice by any means because um, once I came up here and it's like very vivid for me standing up in that top like left window out there just looking at you know the you sand know, the horizon yes. yeah. and oh, I stood beautiful. up there with my mom and I said holy cow like this is this my is home yeah. and I had worked at the university down south 
in the vet school for four years and I can't compare to the feeling I had here just by an interview so I mean I love love it here and and yeah I don't know it's kind of cool so I know our model is unique and we have like a distributed model we don't have a teaching hospital um, but I mean that's not that big of a deal uh, our practice partners, though, they're, like, essential in this curriculum. Have y'all had any good experiences with them? Like, is that something that attracted you and drew you into this school? Um, so, to be quite honest, if Texas Tech was going to say, we're going to do this however we want, I'd be like, all right, I'm still going. <laughs> um, I think after talking to, and I think this is good timing to have this podcast because I just got off of my meeting with Dr. Antu, who is on the clinical year committee, and mm-hmm. he kind of talked to me about how all of it works. Um, I I think we're at an advantage. Mm-hmm. You go out, and when you're in a, and of course, I have not experienced I'm just speaking on what I've heard, but a teaching hospital, you're getting lots of referral cases, right? Mm-hmm. You might be the third or fourth or fifth student mm-hmm. to have seen it at that point, whereas they throw you out in the real world, and you're rotating every four weeks. Like, you don't know what's coming through the door, mm-hmm. but you're going to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we're going to see a way higher volume of cases. Um, I think we're putting in a new place to grow um, because we're, we don't know where in, t- where in Texas we're going to be, where our family's going to be, where our pet's going to be, mm-hmm. like any of that. Um, and then just so far, I did an externship with one of our clinical partners out in Big Spring last summer. Oh my gosh, I was so nervous going into it, but I'm just a natural ball of anxiety. But I was so nervous. Like the morning before, I was like, I, and I've been in tech for years, so but I don't know why I'm freaking yeah. out. I walked away two weeks later, um, and I was like, I don't think I've ever grown so much. Mm-hmm. Like in the last two weeks was phenomenal. They were they took care of us. They care about Texas Tech students. Um, and to this day, Dr. Marshall out in Big Spring, I text every month. I'm like, hey, what's your opinion on this? Mm-hmm. And he gives me so much respect right back. He'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll answer your questions no matter what. And I'm waiting for that moment for them to be like, I don't have time for you. <laughs> but it doesn't happen. And yeah. I'm like, thanks. Love you. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. um, but my experiences so far with clinical partners have been fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think it's just it's a really unique and different experience, kind of like you guys were saying. Um, so, like Ashley said, like, in a university setting, you're – you're behind people a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so because of the route that I'm trying to go, I've had the privilege of getting to see that. And so, you know, there's a student, there's an intern, there's a resident, and then there's the doctor. Yeah. So there's that many people all there. And I say intern and resident, they're yeah. also doctors. I don't yeah, to take course. away from them. But there's the specialist, right? Mm-hmm. So you're kind of like low man on the totem pole. So, like, you getting to see that is not as crucial because those people need to see it because, like, they, they got to know how to do mm-hmm. it in a couple of years where you may or may not ever actually see this for whatever job you're trying mm-hmm. to do. So I think that's really unique. I think, too, like, it's so awesome that we have the capability to see things from, like, start to finish. So we might see Good something point. that gets sent here, and we might not get to go to it with, like, we may not get to go with them to the referral center. Mm-hmm. But maybe they don't, we don't have a referral center here. Mm-hmm. So th- there is not one. Like, that's yeah. one of my biggest things. Like, I want to do that because yeah. there's not one anywhere close to here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we, we may have something that needs referral surgery. Well, they can't afford to go here. Yeah. So yes. we may get to see this, a referral type surgery done by a general practitioner because that's the only they option. Don't have that you option. will, yeah. And so, you will. I think that's really unique, and I think just that so many people get to teach us like the real world application. Mm-hmm. So like, people always refer to it to me as like zebras. Yeah. So like, how many times am I going to see the zebra versus oh. how many times we am get I to see, see the horses yeah. versus oh, like I'm going to see this every single day. Whereas maybe I'll get to see that, which is great because now I'll know what to do, but mm-hmm. I'll for sure know how to handle this one that I'm going to see every day. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think that's I just like a real that. And I think thing. that, like, I know when I was being interviewed, they talked about, you know, we're, we're going to be practice ready when we leave. And 
Like, um, they talk about, for example, like spays. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to be leaving here when we graduate being able to do a routine spay. In uh, under 30 minutes. In under well. 30 yeah, minutes, Yeah, that's a too. big thing. That's another big thing that they um, they are stressing to us. So it's it's not like... You know, some other schools, they'll, like, they'll graduate out vet students and, you know, they're, they're doctors, they go into a practice, and they can't do a routine mm-hmm. surgery like a spay. Yeah. It's funny. I was talking to one of the uh, doctors at a local clinic here, MVP, and she was helping me with anesthesia on this castration, and she was looking at us. She goes, how fortunate are you guys to be in your first and second years and already have X amount of surgery? She said... Before I left vet school, I had only ever castrated one testicle. <laughs> like, oh. I've only ever cut oh. one testicle out. <laughs> oh and gosh. and yeah. I was like, wow, how did you get out of school and feel confident enough yeah. to, you know, do the full thing by yourself when you never got the chance in school necessarily? Yeah. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, I think my favorite question for the day that I'm going to ask is, what are you two looking forward to as incoming third years? To me, so every year's gotten better than the year before. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does. First Don't year, worry. freaking rough. Like, yeah. hardest thing I've ever done. You're here 25-8. Like, yep. it's nonstop. Like, I just, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Second year, I can't tell you, I love every single class I'm in. Mm-hmm. Even stuff that I, like, don't Even necessarily want to do same. Like, like food animal medicine like I know that's not necessarily an area that I want to go into but mm-hmm. I have fun in it like I've learned so much there's so many similarities that I had no mm-hmm. idea about mm-hmm. so I think just like the more clinically applied things are and the more like I'll be working in the clinic so I work in the emergency clinic and I'll see things and I'm like oh my gosh like that makes yes. so much sense mm-hmm. like that for the first time ever and then like things like Cushing's and Addison's like, yeah. I saw that a hundred like times in practice yep. but now I get it like mm-hmm. so I think just like getting to progress that's that rewarding. more is so it, it's so fun. Like, mm-hmm. I love veterinary medicine, like, mm-hmm. wholeheartedly. Like, it's my hobby. I'm a psycho nerd. It's okay. But <laughs> it's okay. It's, like, I don't know. Like, the, the more you learn, like, you're like, what the heck? I'm going to be a doctor. And I understand this. Mm-hmm. There's also plenty of times I'm like, what the heck? I'm going to be <laughs> yeah. a doctor. I don't understand this. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I've like, this five times. Don't just remember. to me, that's my favorite part. Is like, yeah. The more clinical side of things you get to see and you, yeah. you get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely back what you said. Um, everything gets more clinical. so it, And it gets more rewarding when you're like, oh, I get the science behind that now. Um, I'm excited that we get to pick our own area of emphasis um, electives next year. Yeah. I think it's just like one or two, but we get to pick at mm-hmm. least. So if you wanted to be like a straight equine person, you could pay, pick straight equine electives um, or whatever you wanted. But this is very random, but I'm very excited about it. We have a small animal dentistry class oh, that I think I want to say not you're common. not going to do it. Oh, I hate it. Oh my gosh, <gasps> I'm ecstatic. Cleaning for it. the tartar. Actually, Actually no, that's not an elective. Surgery. You have to. Are you serious? Yes, it's not oh, elective. But um, I'm super excited for yeah. that. Class. I love. I don't dentistry. know why. I think dentals are my favorite. Okay, oh. were, you're a te- you were a tech. Though. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So was I. So I was always procedure tech, and I'd always get the dentals in and. Oh man, so satisfying. so satisfying. But oh, now I can't wait to x-rays? really. Did you take a dental x-rays? Oh yeah. Oh, they're my favorite thing to do. Oh, yeah. Those are like so. I'm satisfying. not the best at them though. I gotta. I'm taking. I'm probably really out of practice, but like my vet was like, "You're doing them. You're doing full mouth. Mm-hmm. Oh and yeah, and you're gonna do it." I'm like, "Okay." Oh, I love that. Because then when they but, teach you here, you're already gonna be out of the game. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pumped about it. Yeah, I don't so. know. That's a very random thing, but I'm yeah. super excited. Yeah. For that. I'm glad to hear that um, it gets better because we're kind of dying. We are drowning. It gets better in different ways. Like you still feel. Like you're treading water, yeah. yeah. But now you're like treading warm water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like ice cold. Like, <laughs> imposter uh, syndrome is yeah. still like so oh, real. Yeah. Like for sure. 
Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't go away. Yeah. And, like, you're still going to be stressed, and there's going to be, like, times when you're like, what the frick? Like, how am I going to do this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's just, it gets better, and, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, you yeah, just, it like, does. Yeah. But, yeah. And also, I think your tolerance for stress, like, somehow goes <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Because, like, like, we have three tests this week. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. I'm stressed. But, like, if I had three tests last year... I would have been crying. Yeah. I yeah. Maybe like 12 hours of sleep for the whole week. Y- that's and a very good point. Now this week I'm like, mm, yeah, it's fine. I feel like <laughs> at a certain point, second year, you hit like 11 or 12 p.m. Maybe I'm an oh, yeah, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a night owl. But like 11 p.m. I'm like, all right. If I'm not going to learn it in the next hour, I need to put it down and just oh, go to bed now. Yeah. Yeah. First yeah. year, no. I was mm-hmm. up to like three and like yeah. freaking also, out. Somehow you learn how to like, and maybe my classmates were better at this than me, but I used to think, like, for whatever reason, if I don't read that, then I'm not going to know it, and I need to read this tiny little text no, box. No, I still feel like that. Because they're going to ask that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well. They I don't do that. Like that. But now, like, I can, like, kind of decide, okay, they really emphasize this, mm-hmm. so, like, I should try to know all of it, but, like, Focus for sure know that. that. Yeah. And, like, that's easier. That. That's I'm easier for me. But. <laughs> we still read everything. We still read I everything. Really <laughs> I don't know how I don't. I, so. I still try to read everything, but, like, there's times now where I'm like, okay, well, like, if I don't get that, it's okay, because she, like, said this, like, 16 times, so I got to know that one. Yeah. So I think my favorite question that we had for y'all was what kind of advice do you have for our listeners um, just in general, you know, life, vet school, um, being pre-vet, any advice that you got? Big question. It's broad. It's broad. Trying to think, what would I want somebody to tell me? Um, You go first. Okay. Because I'm I'm like, I got to think on this. Okay, so (laughs) I am still like, I'm telling you, like, since I was – literally a freshman in, in undergrad I knew I wanted to do surgery as soon as I found out it was a thing I was like that's that's the thing I'm going to do but don't be so close minded to anything else like I still every like my nickname is Surgeon Bird like people <laughs> say but like I and I know that's what I want to do like that's what I'm chasing but like there's so many people that can teach you things from like a different aspect so like Dr. Kozel she's like theory lady she's taught me so much mm-hmm. that I can Re- like relate to surgery and apply there and then onto has taught me so much that makes surgery make more sense so just like take every opportunity to seek out advice and seek out opinions and learn from people like Dr. Zerman I will die on the hill I think she's the coolest she's lady nice. in the whole world I love her to death like I want to be her so bad <laughs> but I, she's like my idol I, she's so freaking she's, cool she's the she's, boss lady she yeah. is the boss lady She's, I didn't know she flies planes. Yeah, she's I found, a pilot. She I found that out yeah. yesterday. And she's I was got like, she, of sheep and what else? Oh. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Katahdin's. Oh, she's <laughs> an incredible person. I'm and she'll email fan. you at like 11 p.m. and be like, just checking in. How yeah. are you? Yeah. Also, like, shout out, just so you know, I'm like, sorry. Pr- professors, I don't think you, like, just so you all know, like, I don't think you'll ever get sleep. Because for Sam, homeboy wakes up at like 2.37 a.m. Oh, yeah, no, what I don't time? think James or Teresa ever no, sleep no, either. No, that's an Australian thing. Either. Either. Hero? Are mm-hmm. they? Mm-hmm. They don't sleep. The Browns have sleep. emailed me at 3 in the morning like, and be like, good morning. And I'm like, <laughs> when you okay? you go to bed? <laughs> yeah. No, I remember one time, uh, Dr. Jellicani, we emailed him with a question that, uh, the Sunday night before our phys exam on the Monday. He was going to drive up he here. Was like, it was like 7 p.m. on a Sunday night, and we asked him a question, and he was like, he explained it, and he was like, if it still doesn't make sense, I'll drive up there, and I'll explain it to you. And we were like, it's 7 p.m. on a Sunday, and you have family, like, and you're offering to drive up here? Like, oh, you're just an angel. They're just gems. Oh, they are. So, like, Ashley, did you? Oh. Okay. Um, two kind of facets to it. Mm-hmm. Coming from somebody who really was defeated in my application years and, like, didn't know where I was going to go, but this is all I wanted to do. 
if you feel in your heart this is where you're meant to be, keep going. Keep trying, improve your resume, keep applying. Um, and if it's meant to work out, it's meant to work out. Um, that would be my first piece of advice. But then the second piece is something my dad said. And I could be messing the words up, but take mm-hmm. it for what you will. He said something along the lines of there's like this famous um, female football coach in the NFL who said something about, I have a lot to bring to the table, but nothing to prove. And he said that to me to be like, you don't, like you have a lot to do. Oh mm-hmm. no, a lot to get done or a lot of work to do, um, but nothing to prove. Mm-hmm. So have that mentality of, you have a lot, you got a lot to do and a lot to learn and a lot to bring, you know, um, to your career, but you don't have to prove yourself. Mm-hmm. There's a different way to go about it. Um, and just super, just be super humble in everything that you do. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm sure I messed the words up, but that was the gist of it. It's just yeah. like, remember who you are and how far you've, you've come to, to get to where you are in whatever like industry or path mm-hmm. that you're in. Um, so that, was, that stuck with me. So that's my advice. No, just remember. Did advice. you have anything else, Austin? I think just don't forget, like, it's going to be so, like, it's going to be hard. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. don't, like, I don't want to, like, underestimate that yeah. part of it. But, like, so rewarding, so worth it. Like, I can't tell you how many times, like, first year, I thought I was going to fail. Like, I yeah. thought it was going to be game over. Like, this mm-hmm. was it. Like, I just wasn't good enough. And some, like, it works out. Like, so yeah. whatever happens, like, and I think it just applies to, like, whatever stage of life you're in. So, like, it things may not play out the way you think they were, but, like, I always say they're blessings in disguise. Mm-hmm. Sure. So just, like, you'll get through it. And it's weird because, like, the things I thought were so hard that I was like, I can't do this. Like, that's an easy thing now. No. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, I mean, and I'm not a surgeon. Like, I'm not good at <laughs> surgery yet. Like, I love it, but I'm not good at it yet. But, like, pulling the needle drivers used to be freaking oh, hard. Oh, yeah. Like, I couldn't do it. And now that's, just talking that's, about that? that's not hard. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, and like you said, intradermals, yeah. like, that took me, like, 17,000 tries to learn. learn. Poor Dr. Zimmerman had to, like, sit in her office and, like, keep being like, she did. That's, that, that's not quiet. <laughs> there was a lot of not quiet before. So I was like, like, oh. What okay. Halstead's principles are you messing up here? All of them. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Also, yeah, learn what Halstead's principles are and always do them. Yeah. That's my advice. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. I, uh, well, I just wanted to thank y'all again for coming yeah, on here. Um, we're really appreciative. Took time out of your weekend and everything. Yeah, it's kind of cool to hear, like, y'all's perspective of everything. And I always like to hear, you know, just everyone's experiences because mm-hmm. we're all going to be colleagues. And mm-hmm. I want to know what makes you, you know, passionate about med. Yeah. And so, you know, as always, we finish our segments with our win for the week. So if y'all will share your win for the week for our listeners... Mine is so random. That's okay. No. Okay. So my dog had a mast cell tumor removed on her leg. Mm-hmm. It's been months of, like, anxious worry, right? Chewed out her sutures twice in mm-hmm. the last two weeks. Oh. So it's been a moment. Finally, we cut them out. And she was healed. Yay! I mean, staples and everything. Bird was my technician in that. Like, I was, <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. Um, that is my small win for the week. Because finally awesome. the sutures that is are out. And I can leave her without her cone. And she can just. And she's probably much happier outside of her Please stop being crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But yeah, that's my little win. Jenny's better. Let's see. Well, my win for the week, I guess, is like, I thought I was going to die last week. Oh, my God. Well, it was on spring break, and then I I was doing an internship the second week, so I hadn't done, like, real school in, like, two weeks. So I was like, whoa. That should be your win. Tell them about the rodeo. Oh, the rodeo was fun. It was stressful. It was fun. Yeah, because you were were the emergency emergency Uh, vet student. Well, just like on site? just the rodeo intern. Right? So there was me and uh, three other girls from yeah. Tech that were there. We, me and Crystal were there at the same time, and then Lyric and McKenna were there, mm-hmm. and then there was two girls from AM. Mm-hmm. from AM. But it was so much fun. Yeah. Like, I don't know, you got to feel like a doctor, and like, it was weird. 
Like, they would ask me questions and be like, okay, well, what are you going to do? And I was like, oh. You're like, I don't know. I'm going to refer to notability. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pull up my notes, yeah. please. Oh. That was so much fun. So. Well, it's also. That's a good time. I think my win for the week is um, I got to, well, I didn't get to. I texted my anatomy professor. I was like, hey, can I skip your class one day? Would you be mad? And he was like, yeah, I don't care. No, that's fine. And so I went out to uh, practice here, one of our practice partners, out at MVP, and got to help run anesthesia for castration. And I got to float teeth for the first oh, time. That's um, awesome. That's pretty sweet. Really some weird angles that you have to get. Did you love like, it? Yeah, it was so I much did. fun, though. But the noise, it's oh, kind yeah. of a cre- creepy noise. Yeah. And so that was my win. I got to kind of play mm, baby, baby, baby doctor. Hey, so. hey it's counts. still experience. That it's counts. fun. That's yeah. awesome. That's fun. Well, um, unfortunately, I'm going to be real with you all this week. And I, I don't have one. Um, this has been really a rough week for me. Um, for sure. Like, I've had a lot of, like, social and academic things going on where, like, you know, it's been two tests this week and, like, people have been coming up and talking to me about things and I just, I've, it's been a really, really hard, hard week for me, but, you know, we'll just pick ourselves up We're and we'll keeping it real. Keep it, keeping so. it real and keeping on going, yeah. so. I also won $7 on a scratch-off, so. So there you go. $7 oh. on a scratch-off. That <laughs> is dinner. That so. is dinner. Oh, That's man. a Chick-fil-A meal right there. Oh. Hey, that is. She knows. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Chick Fil A. Well, thank y'all again for coming yeah, on, and and to our listeners. Hopefully, what um, Austin and Ashley and Carly and I had like talked about can resonate with you. And if you're interested in coming to Tech, you know, wink, wink. We're <laughs> a pretty awesome school. Now you've known, got to know a little bit about their, I guess, coming into the mm-hmm. class and the mm-hmm. and everything. So. Uh, I hope you have a blessed week. Yeah. And, and as always, if yeah. y'all have any questions for me or Caitlin or um, for Austin and Ashley, I'm sure uh, they'd be willing to answer some questions yeah. as well if you have any Absolutely. questions specifically for them. Uh, we do have our email, dvmloadingpodcast at gmail, that you can reach us at. Uh, and then, as always, my plug, give us a like and a follow. Yeah. Um, and a five-star rating, please. Yeah. Thank you. Well, <laughs> I guess y'all have a great week and wreck them. Wreck them.